What do you buy with your condoms? (laughs) Unrelated items to make it less noticeable or a dozen bottles of Gatorade so the clerk knows what's up? (laughs) Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. Hey, welcome to the show. This week's live show was hosted by Ted Pettengill, but right now I'm in studio with Kyle Mangan and Sarah Morgan, and we're going to talk about dating. Well, first of all, here's a question that I, I legit want to be asked during the debate. I hope Ted asks this if it does not get asked, because I'm going to put it in with the other index cards. So if it doesn't get asked, you need to tell Ted. Okay. Right. Get, get it on. in there. Uh, so here's a debate question is... Uh, on Sarah and I's first date, we met through Bumble, and I had also been talking simultaneously to another girl that I did not go on a date with. And that girl told me of a restaurant that I should go on the date with, with Sarah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, this girl picked out our first date restaurant. And the last thing that this girl said to me online was, I hope it doesn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like that girl. Yeah, but she did. But she did. She picked out the restaurant. Now here's it's my just question. An okay, restaurant though. To be fair, it was, but it's worked out. Yes. Um, so here's my question: Is should we invite her to the wedding? She's not your best man. <laughs> She's not my best man. Wow, that's a disappointment. I mean, yeah. she is responsible for this thing, I guess. Yeah, best wingman man. It was so. I feel like it was a good choice for a restaurant because it wasn't an amazing restaurant, but like what I wanted was like not fancy, right? But not like you know some sub shop right. around town. I wanted a place that was a sit down restaurant, but wasn't like too dirty or grimy or too fancy. It was nice and quiet. Yeah, yeah. You want a, like a quiet place where you can talk, get to know the other person, and not just like go through their resume like you do on those fancy dates. Uh, <laughs> like when you're at, I'm not going to say that like uh, the Capitol Drill. Yeah. But when you're at a place like that, there's just too much pressure. So you don't really get yeah. to know the other person. You don't really have a conversation. You just say, I like dogs. Do you like dogs? <laughs> <laughs> you're like checking off a little yeah, list. Exactly. Yeah. You want like a laid back place where, you know. Where it's like natural. It's natural. Yeah. And you can chit chat, you know. We had we had an easy going time there, right? Yeah. You were, right away told me that you were divorced. I told you I was divorced. <laughs> we high-fived about it. <laughs> high-fived. Uh, you told me that you're a big fan of Fish. We and did I, not high-five. <laughs> the band Fish. And I, I was like, I don't... I didn't see this coming. Yeah, I think that you were like, oh, I. it's fine that you're divorced, but the Fish thing, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. But yeah, have you ever had a, 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 a night out with a... A nice young lady <laughs> where she brought up a band that she liked and you're just like well i'm out of here then or a deal breaker and deal breaker yeah a deal breaker tell me a or deal breaker that you have a deal doesn't breaker. have to be a band yeah let's go with just deal breaker uh a deal breaker is somebody who says you're not funny that's it or worse or <laughs> that's worse, it i think that the worst like comment that i've ever gotten is you're not as funny as you think you are oh yeah that one was just like oh you cut me to the core right there. That's a, that is worse than you're yeah. not funny. That's very biting. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, geez, you're just mean is yeah. what it comes down to. 
Uh, and it's also presumptuous. Right. And, I mean, like, I'm trying to be funny. I get that I'm not funny yet. <laughs> I get that. But, like, that's what I do in my free time. So just please don't You're cut saying me like, record that Like, badly. they would, like, say this if they saw you do stand-up or just, like, on a date? Like, no, just, just, like, talking? on a date. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Because, like, doing stand-up, I guess, that would Doing hurt. stand-up? Wouldn't would, care. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that would hurt less. Because you're just like, yeah, well, you try it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you like, know? it's like, I get it. This is, this is a weird room. Like, I get it. Yeah, but in conversation, for somebody to be like, you're not as funny as you think you are. Brutal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brutal. I agree with that. So it's just like... But I, so as a comedian, are you... Do you have, like, your on personality? And do you use that on dates? Because no. Sean did. No. I did? <laughs> What are you talking about? On our first date, you sat down and you were like, hey, it's nice to meet you. And you've never talked like that again, <laughs> except for on stage. Like now I recognize it, but it was like, you're very smiley. And it was like a voice that I don't hear all the time. Okay. Now you are right about this, actually. And, then- and you know why? Because I, I do not come off as a pleasant person all of the time. I yeah, come off as sort of a... You have grumpy face. Yeah, I'm a little. I look a little grumpy. I look. Uh, I seem like a little like apathetic. I think to people, and I don't want to put that impression out there. So I tried to like seem like I was excited to be meeting you. Yeah, no, it worked because I didn't have anything to compare it to. But then I came. I brought my friends, and I came, and we'd been on a few dates, and I came to see you at the comedy studio, and I was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> I recognize this voice in that face." When I got on stage, you're yeah, like, this yeah. is an act. Yep. <laughs> but you had dropped the act by then on our like day to day, so it was all right. Yeah, but I'm not like unpleasant to be around. No, but, I but just I'm just wondering to... if Kyle does something similar because like your persona is a lot more like animated i agree yeah no i i actively try not to do that on a date because if i get in that situation then she stalks me on facebook and finds oh i'm gonna be at the poorhouse or i'm gonna be at maggie's lounge and then i'm doing that same thing Mm -hmm. then it's like my whole relationship with her was a bit Mm -hmm. so i don't i don't want that i want to keep those two things separate as much as possible (laughs) so speaking of dating and of the poorhouse last night the show that we did I don't know if you saw this, but I saw this. Yeah. Somebody, some guy in the back of the, there was so there's this group of girls at the back of the room, sort of at the back of the bar, and they were laughing at everything in the opening of the show. They were really great audience members, um, and so one of the guys that was in the back wrote this little note, and he just like slid it in front of them. I don't know if he had like a certain girl in mind for it, or if he was just like ah, one of them. <laughs> hey, shoot your shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he, he like wrote his number down and a little message and he slides it on the bar and then he walks away. And I don't even know if they got a look at his face. Like even if they found him attractive, they probably wouldn't even know. So he just walks away. But I was standing next to them when this happened. So when I went back on stage, I was like, hey, what that, uh, what that notes? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, he left his phone number. And here is his phone number, and they called out the numbers to me, and I called Wait, it. You gotta from say stage. what the note fully said. But the yeah, the note, the actual note that he wrote out was, "Since you like mediocre jokes, <laughs> harsh." <laughs> and then his phone number. <laughs> You're Which not is, as funny as you think you are. Yeah, oh that, it God. was kind of like that. But jokes on him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like so from his 
perspective, if he did not expect a phone call and he just thought this was funny to do, it's pretty funny. Like, like he he did he he did a, he burnt us a little. He, yeah. It's a little self-deprecating as well. He called himself a joke, or or was saying that he has mediocre jokes yeah. as well. So fine. But if his actual intention was to get one of these girls to call him, what an awful no awful way to yeah. put it. Like basically just like. Hey, you have awful taste, <laughs> and also I'm very bad. So call me. If you'd like something slightly below average, here yeah. I am. Oh God. But hey, everybody, what I'm saying is, come out to the poor house <laughs> Wednesday nights at eight p.m. Somebody might slip you their number. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> All right, so let me ask you this: What's the best part about dating? The breakup is is everybody's favorite part of the relationship. Like surprise breakups are tough. Yeah. I've had a, I've had a few surprise breakups. Have you? I've had I've had one or two. Really? Yeah. Uh, probably the biggest shock was when I got broken up with on the doorstep to an orgy. On the doorstep. On the doorstep. After the or you're on your way no, out. On the way in. On the way in. in. Yeah. Okay. I mean, on the way out, I get it. Performance issues. She's not getting what she's seeing me do for other people. Sure. I understand sure. that. You know, jealousy runs rampant in my. Uh, yeah, in my I could definitely see that happening on the way out. Yeah, but on the way in, it's a little bit tougher. Um, so, I ring the doorbell to get into the orgy, and uh, but she just says, "I think we're good here," and I say, "What? What? What does that mean?" Uh, I think that we need to discuss what that means like right now. And then the door opens and she just goes in and starts hooking up with the first guy that she sees, which is a guy who's like 200 pounds overweight. 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 Yeah. Like 200 pounds over what a normal person (laughs) should weigh. Okay. Uh, So I'm just like, oh, man, that's the first girl that I ever said I love you to. And that's how it ends? And that's how it ends. Wow. Yeah. So... I'm a little emotionally distraught at this point. Sure, yeah. And I think that that's at fair. this point. You mean now? At that point in the day, okay. I, I but it like would I'm, be I'm better now. I would like not even blame you. <laughs> You're still <laughs> affected by this right now. Maybe I am. Uh, my therapist might know, but I'm not privy to that information. Um, so going into relationships after that was a little bit tougher for me. Sure, yeah. Uh, so I hadn't been dating for a while, but uh, getting back on the horse recently. Uh, so the new dating apps and everything, making it a little bit more fun for me. The new dating apps. Oh yeah, the new ones. Can't what are the with, new ones? The new ones are all the fancy ones that uh, that basically prevent people uh, from just being assholes the entire time. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, like you can't just are send... people assholes on dating apps? Mostly, I just got sent pictures of dogs on Bumble. Yeah. Oh, you're lucky. You're one of the lucky ones. I got, I, got, I got sent so many pictures of dogs. He just has too nice of a face. You're, yeah, you're I never like, got Aw. sent pictures of dogs. No? What did people say to you? <laughs> pictures of other stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, we've all gotten that request before, right? Uh, what, a picture of a dog? <laughs> yeah. In a sense. That's sweet. <laughs> You're oh, adorable. Oh, a request to, for a picture for your uh, your private parts. Yeah. Or I, like nudes, mm, right? Send no. nudes. Yeah. It's like no. a joke. And now so you send common. noodles. Yeah. But like a girl messaged me on Bumble once and she said, send me a dick pic. Really? Yeah. So okay. I, I did. I obliged her. Sent her a big pic of Dick Cheney with that awful smirk that he has. <laughs> Which is like... That's bad, too, because you know that's a dick that could end up shooting you. It's a double dick is what it is. 
He's been known to spray a load at somebody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, you didn't like that, sir? <laughs> he shot people while they were hunting. No, I understand it. (laughs) You didn't like the phrasing. You didn't care for it. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. I appreciate the joke, Sean. Thank you, Kyle. (laughs) It would have been better, though, if you were like, you're not as funny. (laughs) I can't say that to another human being. All right, next up is our debate show. Recorded live at Maggie's Lounge every Friday night at 7 p.m. This week was hosted by my friend Ted Pettingale. All right, up next is Gloria Rose. Hey! Sean, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Uh, Gloria, your question comes from me. Bigger step in a relationship. The first time you say, I love you, or the first time you poop at the other person's house? Poop for sure, right? It is a big step to drop a log in a foreign land. (laughs) That takes some, some planning, some thought, or it just happens randomly and it's a beautiful moment for you and the other person to share. I love you, always plan. Boring, am I right, ladies? Am I right? Let's give some spontaneity and some thought, get it back into the love relationship, and just flush that toilet and let them know how long you were in there. Let them know. (laughs) Assert your dominance. Thank you. Here's an interesting way for you to say, I love you for the first time. Um... Just, uh, just do like, just poop through like a Play-Doh thing with leathers and spell out I love you in your poop. There you go. That is an intimate moment that you can only share with one person, the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. It's beautiful. It's thoughtful. There's poop. <laughs> What could go wrong? (laughs) Nothing. Poop will not hit the fan. It will hit their heart. (laughs) How many times have you said I love you and wished you could take it back? (laughs) Whether verbally or with feces, think about it. How many times have you taken a shit and said, I wish I could take that back? Never! (laughs) Never! It is out of your body. You can move on with your life. Thank you. Every poo I've ever taken, I regret. (laughs) That was something I was not prepared for. And everyone else who's ever seen it happen runs away, and they're out of my life forever. (laughs) And it's just not a step I was prepared to take. Time. Uh, Ooh, this is a tough choice. Uh, Man, I I like what Sean had to say, but I really think he needs to sit down and (laughs) think about his life after that. So I'm going to give the win to Gloria Rose. 
All right, one Sean departs and another one takes the stage. Please welcome Sean Clark, everybody. Uh, Gloria, you just won, so do you want to go first or second? Second. Okie dokie. Sean, your question comes from May Keith. Would you rather humans had standard courtship displays like birds, or are you good with Tinder? You know, I think the, uh, the courtship standards would be necessary because I think we need a higher standard because I feel like the only one we currently have is like dick pics, where I definitely think that if there was a tribal dance that you could learn to uh, woo another, because white people really need to learn to dance somehow. And I think that, uh, you know, nature, if we just were born with it versus like trying to copy like what we see on music videos, I think that'd be a lot more, you know, necessary. And with Tinder, it's like, you don't have any robots in nature trying to get your personal information. You know, you don't see a bird do its little dance and all of a sudden the bird's like, that was really great. Why don't you tweet at me on this website where all you'll need to do is sign up and give me your phone number and your credit card information. Have you ever had a man dancing in front of you and wish he would just stop and sit down? That is the mayhem that would ensue if we had courtship maneuvers, except he'd have a headdress on. No! <laughs> let the record show I do not support dick pics, but also let the record show they're a lot easier to ignore and they're a lot funnier when you show your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Because it's not just dances. Like, you know, penguins, they present the, the penguin of their choice with a pebble. And also, have you seen, like, uh, engagement rings? That's really expensive. Like, I mean, I think pebbles, you can find those anywhere. Like, it's really good for the economy, is what I'm trying to say. Like, because, like, these tax cuts we have, like, they're not really what we think. And I just think that, you know, I have all these perfectly good stones around. Like, I think we really, you know, they might not have so many carrots, but I think it's the, it's the thought or the penguin that really matters. Don't nobody come at me with some pebble bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> If you hand me a rock, we are not going out. <laughs> That's not how that works. There are rocks everywhere. All right? I want something I could, like, choose to interact with or choose not to. If you hand me a rock, then that seems like forever. That's too much. So, you know what? Stay on Tinder or don't. You know what? Let's not date anymore. Let's just stay in our houses. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Dating is over. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of the podcast on the subject. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to hand the win to Gloria Rose. Sean, please sit down and learn how the economy works. Um, um, all right. Uh, welcome our next contestant, Laura Clark. Uh, oh, Gloria, do you want to go first or second? Second. All right. Laura. Yeah. I think Sean Carter wrote this because there's no name attached to it. Uh, what do you buy with your condoms? Unre <laughs> unre unrelated items to make it less noticeable or a dozen bottles of Gatorade so the clerk knows what's up? <laughs> You gotta do the unrelated items, right? Cause a lot of times they're behind the counter and stuff. So you and so you, then you have to not only ask for condoms, you have to know 
you have to go in with the brand you want because you can't just like browse via via the cashier. Um, so it's nice to get a lot of things. I like to get like a 90th birthday card or something like that. Uh, just just have them guess. Um, the yeah, so like that or some crayons. Um, just like make them make them wonder. Let them think like, huh, there is a really varied tapestry of humanity out there. I wonder how she fucks. All right, gonna let you all in on a little secret. The best way to get the best coupons on CVS is letting the cashier know that you fuck. That's how you get. You get in there with all your Gatorade because you know what? You can drink that later too when it gets hot. You slap those mega condoms on the counter because you're also like, I fuck, but I'm safe, motherfucker. And don't you forget it. I will give you my phone number because I don't have my CVS card on with me. Thank you. of Gatorade <laughs> intended for it to be mixed with three parts water to every part Gatorade. When the people complained, they relented and said, okay, one to one. You're supposed to have half and half. You get all that, ga- you get like multiple cases of Gatorade for sex. You think people are seeing the Gatorade commercial where your sweat's all neon and stuff, but they're just like seeing you all like thirsty and sickly and like Gatorade you get thirstier after drinking time after drinking Gatorade I have been drinking Gatorade wrong <laughs> <laughs> this is not unlike the time I realized I was doing sex wrong he's <laughs> supposed to be another person there but <laughs> now that we all know the secret we can go get our Gatorade we can get our We can fill those condoms with Gatorade. (laughs) We can fill our (laughs) person consensually with Gatorade. (laughs) All right, I'm going to have to go with Gloria Rose. All right, and the last contestant in the gauntlet, the sexy dating gauntlet. Somehow I haven't made a speed dating joke yet. Uh, (laughs) All right, uh, please welcome to the stage, Caitlin Arkin. (laughs) This is a good one. Um, Gloria, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first this time. Uh, All right. (laughs) Switching it up. All right. Gloria, your question is from Jeremiah Brock. Do you tell your date that you have an uncircumcised penis on the first date or wait for it to discover it on her own? As a Jewish woman, I wait. Yeah, I wait for her to discover it on her own because, you know, I don't want to steal that moment from her. When she realizes that my average size penis has a turtleneck. That seems, that seems like a beautiful, I don't want to take it, because most women have never seen one. Raise your hand if you've never seen one. 
Let the record show everyone is raising their hands. <laughs> no one knows what a uncircumcised, or circumcised, well, I don't remember what it is. Uh, no one knows what a penis looks like, and no one cares. Thank you. <laughs> no, you got to tell her because she doesn't want to fucking find that out. I feel like I, I've never seen one in person, but when I Googled it, I screamed. So I don't, <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> find that. Uh, I think you have to be up front and be like, hey, my dick has a hood. Like, you need to, <laughs> you need to keep that up front. If she can't love me as I am <laughs> with my theoretical uncircumcised turtleneck motherfucking penis... <laughs> That maybe we shouldn't be having sex. Said no man ever because they don't care. But I assume <laughs> they'd feel a little sad about it after. You don't tell. Also, if a man tells me about his penis over dinner, <laughs> I'm probably going to leave. <laughs> Thank you. Time. I do not discriminate against dicks. <laughs> However, I don't like surprises. <laughs> so. <laughs> I wouldn't like that surprise. I'd be more mad about the surprise than the uncircumcised dicks. I feel like that's something you come out. I don't know where this is. All right. Uh, I would have to give the win to Gloria Rose. <laughs> but thank you to all of our participants in the gauntlet. Gloria, you'll see her in a little bit. All right. Now on to the bracket. Um, all right. So our first contestants in round one, Janet McNamara and Marie Dickinson. It's Marie. What did I say? Marie. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't think we've ever talked in person. I gave you cake last week, though. Um, Thank you. It was great. Uh, uh, Janet, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. All right. Your question is from me. Again, probably poorly written because it's Sean's handwriting. Uh, let's get coffee. Do we go to the nice cafe in a hip neighborhood, or do we go to the Dunkin' Donuts on the highway? Uh, I'm going to say we go to the nice place um, because if you go to the place to the Dunkin' Donuts on the highway, it sounds a lot like this bar does a lot of old men yelling <laughs> about God knows what. <laughs> I literally one time was in a Dunkin' Donuts and I heard the most racist conversation I've ever heard. So um, does that not ring a bell with anyone else? <laughs> Does that not happen to anyone else here? <laughs> All right. Well, it was in Worcester, not Boston. So, um, yeah, it was pretty colorful. But I, um, I think fancy coffee shops allow me to imagine that I live a different life. I'm like, yeah, this place looks pretty much like my apartment. I have all hardwoods and plenty of succulents and uh, lots of artwork that's also for sale. Um, <laughs> You can buy anything that's in my apartment. I only take a 20% commission. Time! Okay, here's the thing with dating. 
is that you want to go to the shittiest place possible on the first date. That's a fact. It's because you want to make sure that they don't owe you shit. Because <laughs> here's the thing. I've gone on first dates where, like, you go somewhere nice, and I always try to pay because fuck that bitch. I don't owe you. I don't owe you shit. I try to put down my card, and then they try to fucking pay, and I'm like, fuck you. I don't say that. I let them pay. Because... Uh, <laughs> I'd be more comfortable with them paying if it was $1.38 at Dunkin' Donuts. And then I could be like, you fucking asshole not paying for me. You can't win with me, is what I'm trying to say. You're not going to have sex with me either way, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Time! You know, I will let someone buy my $7 coffee because I operate best under pressure. I like to build up those expectations. Where is this going to go? It's like 11 a.m. Are we going to fuck because you bought me coffee? I don't know. Uh, So, yeah, that's it. Time. Okay, the other thing with Dunkin' Donuts... I'm the best looking person there, hands down. (laughs) By far. And you know what? My date? Richest. (laughs) So, I'm going Dunkin' Donuts, because fuck the man. All right, I'm going to have to give the win to Janet McNamara. All right, up next, please give it up for Jir Palabal and Sean Connolly. Jer, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. All right. Sean, your question comes from Tyler Derniak. Cool. Would you rather find out your date has a tattoo of your mom or your dad? (laughs) My mom. That's a great mom tattoo. Uh, uh, My mom is uh, a, a very domineering lady. She probably made him get it. Uh... Yeah, Donna Connolly on uh, my dates. I'm going to say inner thigh would be kind of sweet. <laughs> she like, because she's a very supportive mom. She'd be like, you're doing a great job down there. <laughs> Remember all those trophies you got? Okay, uh, Jerry, your turn to talk about your dad. <laughs> oh, definitely a tattoo of my dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't care where it is on that person's body. I'm going to find a sex position, and I'm going to make eye contact with that tattoo. (laughs) And I'm going to be like, who's a daddy now, daddy? (laughs) (laughs) I don't have issues. You have issues. (laughs) 
There's something to be said, though, for saying, am I doing a good job, Mommy, while you're down there, right? <laughs> also, my dad liked to drink, so this person's probably a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to go with Jer. Uh, our last matchup for the final round is Lorelei Lions versus Joe Bosch. Is Joe okay? Cool. Did I say both of your names right? Yes. Okay. Lorelei, do you want to go first or second? I will go second. All right. Joe, your question comes from Sean Clark. Yeah, he's in the room. <laughs> Sean asks, would you rather date someone less attractive or more attractive than you? I've never measured up to anyone's expectations in my entire life. So I am very comfortable coming in second in the relationship, perpetually. I'm coming out a winner. Someone better than me actually said yes. They did what all of those Ivy League schools and most of my employers have finally done in my life. I'm finally a winner. I'd rather be with someone less attractive than me. Uh, the reason for that is that, you know, I don't want people to look at me and my partner and think, wow, what a lucky girl there. I want them to think to themselves, wow, what a selfless woman. <laughs> you know, I give my life to people. I work, I do social work. I just mentioned that so you know that I'm kind. Um, uh, and, you know, I mean, I, I have so many romantic relationships with the people I support. I mean, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but I mean... Uh, I don't know. I, I already try hard enough to look good in the morning. I'd rather have someone just make me look good in comparison when we go out. Uh, so there we go. Because the other person's more attractive, I don't have to try at all. I'm all about the consistency to go through the rest of my life and everyone's going, wow, look at her and look at the bridge troll. Um... Not all bridge trolls are ugly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you, I, I was a bridge troll for three years. Uh, um, I got a promotion. I'm now on one of those bridges that open up for boats. Uh, so uh, dreams do come true. Uh, thank you. All right, I'm going to have to go with Lorelai, everybody. And that is the end of the first round. Woo! All right. Oh, we're almost done. Uh, all right, for your first battle of the second round, uh, we're into the winner's bracket now. Please give it up for Nick Ortolotti and May Keith. What a gentleman. <laughs> All right. Nick, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first. 
All right. Your question comes from Sean Clark. Yeah, he's in the room. Uh, <laughs> uh, which is the least sexy thing for a man to be holding in his online dating profile pic? A gun or a fish? <laughs> Probably should have reversed the order on that. Uh, a fish or a gun? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with a gun. I'm just going to go with a gun for reasons I feel like should be obvious, but also with the guy holding the gun, that's just a guy holding what will eventually be a fish in his hand at some point. He's just going <laughs> to shoot some fucking fish. He's going to line them up on a fence somewhere and shoot some fish. And then he's going to take pictures with his dried out bullet fish and... <laughs> I'm just saying guns are a gateway to dead fish. Guns are, we all went to dare and guns are a gateway to dead fish. Also, I don't know about you, but I've never been in a public place and sincerely worried to myself. I wonder if anyone in this room has a large fish on them right now. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the gun. It, uh, it poses just a, a, a more general threat to my well-being. Uh, Fish, eh, it could be fun. He could be a weird ventriloquist. I'd like to see that act. A gun, I've never seen a guy sit with like a gun on a stool and be like, what do you think about that, shooty? Yeah. So wait, is it less sexy or more sexy? Your, your, your uh, answer is uh, you, you, you want somebody with a gun, not a fish. Right. Gun, not a fish, obviously. I mean, if they have a gun, that tells me their penis doesn't work very well. So right off the bat, that's good information to have. If they have the fish in their profile, that tells me, I don't know, are they a hunter-gatherer type? Are they just a sportsman? Did they go out and buy this fish? It doesn't really give me any good information to start with. I want the gun. Also, this is Trump's America. Like, tomorrow, we could be fighting zombies in the street. So the gun brings brings a little something practical to the equation. Fish are gross, not going to eat them even if I'm dying. So gun all the way. Listen, if someone's holding a fish in their profile pic, you know one thing about them. They have a lot of free time that they could be spending on you. <laughs> I'm going to go fish man every time. I'm going to call him fish man even. Gonna go with Fishman. That guy spent an entire afternoon sitting in a boat with, with, with just wire in the water that he could spend going down on me. I don't know. I don't... Time! My opponent makes a great point. Why the hell would I want someone with that much free time? Also, if he can't get the job done in a few minutes, I don't need him down there for six hours like he's fishing for something. No. Uh, I do not like people. I do not want someone who has hours and hours of time that they think is entertaining to just sit there with a line in the water. Boring person, horrible person, don't want them. All right, I'm going to have to go with uh, shooting fish against a fence. Nick Orlotti. <laughs> All right, next up. Uh, can I have Katie Kay and Janet McNamara? I like you so much, Janet. I like you too, Katie. And nobody likes Ted. Uh, 
That's true. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Katie, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first. All right, your question comes from Sean Clark. Would you rather date someone who wears adult diapers or someone who wears a fedora? Ooh. Um, I think I'll go with adult diaper. What I'm trying to say is that I would love to make a man feel inferior for all of his life for eternity. And so if it meant cleaning his diaper just so that he feels like so bad and ashamed until the day he dies, that's good enough for me. Okay, excellent point. <laughs> that was an excellent point. Uh, my counterpoint would be that you're cleaning up his shit. <laughs> yeah, like there's shit in that diaper. Like, I, like I, I, I like how you weren't like, yeah, it's an adult diaper, but at least I don't have to clean it. You're like, oh, no, I want to clean that bitch. <laughs> Fuck somebody with a dumb hat. I want somebody with a diaper. Fuck that. I'll take the dumb hat any day. I, I don't want somebody who shits his pants, except my nephew. I like him, but I don't, I'm not going to date my nephew because that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, uh, I, I'm anti-diaper. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, anti-diaper because that's stupid. Okay, my husband's diaper problem is something that we keep a secret, and diapers are getting thinner and more disguisable with um, advanced technology, whereas a fucking fedora is public, and you have to go out and live that shame in front of everyone. No one knows about my husband's diaper, except for all of you. Okay. <laughs> okay, first of all, I don't... I'm going to lose you guys. I don't think a fedora is all that bad. <laughs> I know. I'm going to lose you. I don't think it's that bad. It covers up the bald spot. It's a little... <laughs> Jason Mraz has one. Like <laughs> That guy's cool as fuck, you know? <laughs> also Doug Fitzgerald, but let's not count that. <laughs> I personally much rather date Jason Mraz than her creepy husband. All right, time. I'm gonna have to give the win to Janet, Mrs. Doug Fitzgerald McNamara. All right, can I have Jer Palapal and Erica Lindquist? Are you guys just meeting for the first time? <laughs> oh, well, you know, you're, you're both lovely people, and I, I hope you have a happy future together. Um, <laughs> that's how this works, right? You have to marry... Okay. Um, God damn it. You ever get just a little too drunk, and you think your stopwatch is God talking to you? Um, is that the question? I'll go second. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, Jared, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. All right. Craig Bitterman asks, how soon into a date do you bring up that you're a virgin and are afraid of human antecedent and can only get off from watching animated pornography on the internet? 
Is it the first thing you bring up, or do you save it for your wedding night? <laughs> I will say that it's the first thing I bring up, because if I wait till the wedding night, I think they know. <laughs> <laughs> I think, they know. Uh, I think immediately what you have to do, if you're afraid of intimacy, as certainly not I, but <laughs> many of you may feel, um, what you should do is immediately walk up to them before they get out of their car for the date, find them, track them down, before they leave their house even. Just go up to their car and just like break into their house maybe and like just like hide in the closet while they're getting ready and maybe come out and just be like, I, and they're like, oh, what are you doing in here? And it's just like, I don't, I don't like touching people. <laughs> Please. And then, but also, can I show you a fun clip on YouTube? And um, it'll just be like I, how I passed many of my Friday nights listening to my, to my cousin show me YouTube clips of... Time! <laughs> uh, I'm going to wait till my wedding night because I like a game. Um, like, just like the, the years and years of just going on. Like, why can't we hold hands? Oh, I don't know, because maybe I have secrets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or I mean whoops I mean I didn't wash my hands ever um, why, why can't we have sex well uh, I have to save it for my wedding night where I'll tell you all the dark things <laughs> also don't look at my web search history also I don't know what mangahansai.net is <laughs> <laughs> Also, we can only chat via the, the chat thing in Tinder uh, because I don't want to see anybody in person. Uh, that is all. Bye-bye. Those are very good points. Um, I think I'd rather tell them at first because here's the thing. As, as, in addition to not liking any people, I like to be very efficient. If you tell people that you cannot look them in the eye immediately, you can easily do 50 dates in one night <laughs> and still have time to go home and watch your anime. <laughs> So it's very efficient, over breadsticks even, just be like, I just want to let you know, you'll never feel my soft, gross skin. I don't know. I think Jer won this one. That's, that's it. Jer, oh, did... Yeah. Jer, you have 30 seconds to ruin it for yourself. Right. I'm just going to say that my answer is an honest answer, because next weekend is my two-year anniversary with my girlfriend, and she still doesn't know that I watch mostly glory hole porn. <laughs> Jeer wins the round and most honest moment of the night. All right, we are down to the final four. Uh, please welcome to the stage Nick Ornolani and Janet McNamara. Nick, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. All right. Your question comes from Katie McCarthy. <laughs> Would you rather get dumped <laughs> via the giant green screen at Fenway while you're at a game or after you've just masterly performed oral sex? Oh, I'm an attention whore any day. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take the green screen. 
and I'll take the green screen because then I'll go on Barstool Sports and they'll be like, that poor girl. And people will be like, he's an asshole. And I'll be like, fuck that guy. Okay. <laughs> that, that's what would happen if I got dumped on there. If I performed really good oral sex, which I'm not going to be. <laughs> and then I got dumped, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense because I just performed oral sex on you and it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible because I can't open my mouth very wide. So there's some chafing there. So if I did perform good oral sex on you, that means you're small as fuck. And then you would dump me because then you'd be like, oh, you just proved that I'm small as fuck. So I'll go to the Fenway Park green screen because I want everybody to see and watch. And then, like, America, I'll just be famous. Time. Is Katie trying to tell me something with this question? <laughs> like, is my name on the card? Uh, no. All right. Well, I guess I got to go with masterfully performing oral sex. Uh, listen, when a relationship ends, it's always good to know you did something right. And, <laughs> and on top of that, after you've, per- God. After you've performed oral sex on someone, you still got a little bit of them with you, right? Like you're still, like if you get dumped on the jumbotron, you could have washed your face in the interim. But if it's right after you perform oral sex, you don't have to wash your face ever again. You can live with those sweet, sticky memories for the rest of your <laughs> life. <laughs> I'm going to take the disgust in this room as uh, points. <laughs> uh... Yeah, oral sex. Ten seconds. (laughs) That's about as long as it takes. (laughs) Wow. No wonder why he's engaged. (laughs) Amazing oral sex in ten seconds. Holy shit. I'd actually be willing to have oral sex in that case. (laughs) Fun fact, I only have sex every two years. That's a thing. So I'm coming up in October. Anyways. I would go viral video. Because being on a viral video is the shit. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do something good and then get dumped. That sucks. Um, I, I love how you have sex as often as it takes to re-register a car. That is pretty amazing to me. <laughs> do you get a sticker? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't get dumped on the jumbotron i don't want to get dumped on the jumbotron i got a real ugly cry face and i don't need that to be broadcast to red sox fans who let's face it are not the most sensitive types (laughs) i need i need to uh i need to have a moment with uh my partner and the quietness of a room where there's a clock ticking uh i'm gonna go with nick shame on his face or alani Uh, Lorelai, do you want to go first or second? Uh, once again, I will go second. All right. All right. None of these are good. Uh, <laughs> uh, bachelor number one. Your question comes from Sean Clark. Yeah, he's in the room. Uh, <laughs> would you rather date God or Satan? <laughs> Sean, I'm sorry I said your question was bad. It was the best of the three. Um, I mean, 
I'd rather date God because who doesn't love a bad boy? Now, the obvious answer is Satan in that, but who made Satan? This isn't even a comedy show anymore. This is a sermon. Who made... (laughs) Satan was God's favorite creation, and he threw him into a hole. Like, that's the kind of bad boy you're going to be dealing with. Also, God can make an orgasm last longer than anyone else. God created orgasms. He could just beam a constant orgasm or she, it, God, it, they could beam a constant orgasm into your body at all times. Um, Also, I just really get off on watching ancient civilizations being destroyed. So I'm going to go with God. I want to watch the fall of some, uh, I want to watch the fall of Gomorrah. I want to date Satan because I like a good comeback story. Uh, <laughs> I imagine it'd be kind of like that movie Heavyweights, you know? Him and I would just be laying traps all around hell. We'd get Macaulay Culkin involved. <laughs> um, I, uh, I know that like a lot of Catholics probably already hate me as it is. I may as well give them a valid reason to do so. Uh, <laughs> I um, uh, I also used to smoke cigarettes, and I feel like God probably wouldn't be into that. I don't know. <laughs> um, if you like a good comeback story, why would you want to date Satan? Last time I checked, Satan's not in charge right now. He lost that war. Also, if you think if you want the Catholics to be mad at you, what could make them more mad than fucking God? <laughs> and like. Like, let's say butt-fucking God. What could make the Catholics angrier than two things they hate, which is uh, sodomy and uh, people having a good time? What could... Time! You know, you don't think that Satan's in charge until you have his face tattooed on the back of your uh, back. Whoops. That's your front. That's your belly. The back of your back is your belly. (laughs) And that is where my Satan tattoo is because he is a boss. (laughs) And he's right there next to the boss, Bruce Springsteen. That's where this has headed. Uh, It's still in keeping with dating Satan. Uh, Time! (laughs) All right, I'm going to have to declare the winner of the night and the all-time dating champion to be Lorelai Lyons! That was Pick a Side, Stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Hey, that is our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. I want to give a thank you to Ted Pettingell for hosting this week. Congratulations to Lorelai Lyons for winning. A big thanks to Mike Grimaldi. He drew up the artwork for us this week. You can check him out on Instagram, Facebook, or find him on his website. Search at Grimdrops. Next week on the show, we have Rick Jenkins as a special guest owner of the comedy studio soon opening in somerville and if you want to find me on a monday you can find me at sally o'brien's at 7 p.m the poor house at 8 p.m on wednesdays in the basement hosting a stand-up comedy showcase 
Fridays, I'm at Maggie's Lounge at 7 p.m. hosting this very debate show. And soon we'll be in the Boston Comedy Festival. So you can find us on the Boston Comedy Festival website, get your tickets there, or go on to Eventbrite and search Pick a Side Stupid Boston Comedy Festival Edition and get your tickets today.